0: The Minnesota Wilds come up a little short as they lose 2-1 in overtime to the Toronto Maple Leafs. We break down Philip Gustafson's performance, the penalty kill continuing to be red hot, and more on tonight's Locked on Wild Postcast. You are Locked on Wild Postcast, part of Locked on Sports Minnesota, your team every day. Minnesota Wild fall 2-1 in overtime to the Toronto Maple Leafs to finish their short two-game road trip with three out of four points. And we break down all the action on tonight's Locked on Wild postcast. Seth Topal with you, and I was surprised at what we saw from the Wild here in this one tonight. You would figure that the Wild would be a little lethargic, a little tired after playing the Columbus Blue Jackets last night, but they really didn't look it as uh, the Wild did a lot of really good things. It's just a shame that a game like this comes down to a turnover in the D zone with the playmakers that the Maple Leafs have, and that allows them to get the game-winning goal after a great performance by Philip Gustafson. And it kind of piggybacks off of the takeaway from last night's game is that yeah the Wild won 2-0 over Columbus. Ideally you would like to have a little stronger performance against the, the Blue Jackets but at the end of the day if the Wild looking like they did last night meant that they had some additional energy in reserve for tonight's game then we're perfectly fine with that and We have seen a little bit of a trend here. The Wilds get the first goal once again. Brandon Duhame getting credited with the goal after being able to ram one past Ilya Samsonov to give the Wilds the 1-0 lead. The Maple Leafs get the game-tying goal later in the first period on a shot from right in front of the net that um, Camp is able to just ram past Philip Gustafson high and tight. And the Wild did a really good job of slowing the pace down after that. No score uh, in the final two periods um, up until that uh, overtime winner for Toronto. And that was exactly what the Wild needed to do against a very tough Toronto team that has just weapons up and down the lineup Is they were going to need to try to make them adjust their style as opposed to trying to play up to what Toronto typically likes to do. And, you know, looking at the the shot chart, looking at a lot of what happened in this game, Wild had plenty of opportunities. They controlled the zone quite a bit in this one tonight, which was impressive, especially in that second period. It's just we saw... A pretty good goalie battle in this one tonight. Samsonov really not um, flinching after that early goal that he gave up. And you look at that goal that the Wild scored. That was a situation, too, kind of a, a little bit of a lucky bounce that the Wild haven't had over the last few weeks that leads to them being able to pick up that goal. But beyond that, it was just a, a fun, tight, battle between two teams that are currently in the playoff picture. Maple Leafs, obviously, one of the best teams in the Eastern Conference. And so, ideally, you'd like to get both points. You'd like to find a way to get it done there in overtime. But at the end of the day, three out of four points, when you look at that as a schedule loss, is good for the Wild, I think. They, they pick up a point they maybe weren't expected to get. There are plenty of things to look at in this game that are promising as we had another one of those games for Philip Gustafson in which he just was absolutely lights out. Gave up the one goal and an unfortunate situation there in the overtime period as there's really nothing he can do about a turnover along the boards in the D zone. And William Nylander, a player who is more than capable of when you allow him to just get to the net in the fashion that he did. And so that's a tough one for Gustafson. Um because again, I think if that puck isn't turned over, we are likely talking about um we're talking about maybe a win for the Wild in overtime if not potentially in a shootout with the way that they were playing. And so it's frustrating there but going into Toronto And holding that offense down, he just continues to be a guy who is, no question, the number one for this team. Second in the league in save percentage, goals against average, and his numbers are only improving as he continues to rack up more and more starts. And so, I, even to the point of feeling good about the potential of rolling with him in a postseason series, um, as somebody who can go into a raucous road environment and just slow a team down. The defense in front of him was very good, and it's to the point now that despite some rocky performances for the power play over the, uh, the last few games, the Wild now have two... Top 10 specialty, uh, special teams units in the NHL. Penalty kill has vaulted up into the top 10. They have been tremendous over the uh, last several games. They are, I believe by Michael Russo's count, 22 for their last 22. They're now 8th in the NHL in penalty kill at just about 82%. Power play is still in the top ten, seventh, I believe, at this point for the Minnesota Wild. But I think the biggest thing as to why the penalty kill has been so successful as of late is that they have not had to wear it down. The Wild have been playing much more disciplined over the uh, last several games as well to where you're taking one or two penalties a night, two tonight, and one of them was a pretty so-so call. And the penalty kill, if they're only having to go to bat one or two times a game, that does not put as much pressure on those guys to have to really stand on their heads to keep a game where it's at and not allow the other team to um, get any sort of edge on the power play because Toronto... They're fifth in the NHL, so that power play is dangerous. And for the uh, Wild to hold them at bay in this game tonight, that's another plus as well. And so, yes, I would have liked to have seen the Wild be able to pull off a win and grab that extra point because on the road, being able to get it to overtime to give yourself the one point You'd like to see them then take it that next step, and uh, and find a way to steal two points on the road in this one. But at the end of the day, it's a quality game, and uh, it just came down to a couple of things that went Toronto's way that uh, that led to the loss here in this one tonight. Now, quick turnaround for the Wilds; they will play on Sunday against the Columbus Blue Jackets once again, and so we will talk about. The Blue Jackets getting another opportunity to uh, try to go toe-to-toe with the Wild. And we'll talk about uh, a couple of lineup questions as well as we continue tonight's Lockdown Wild postcast after this. Are you looking for a delicious treat but don't want all the fat and calories? You have got to give Bilt Bar a try. What makes Bilt Bar so good? Well, for starters, they're covered in 100% real chocolate. Yes, you heard me right. 100% 100% real chocolate. Plus, they come in some unbelievable flavors like churro, peanut butter brownie, and coconut almond. If that's not enough of a sell, Built Bars contain only 130 calories plus 4 grams of sugar and a whopping 17 grams of protein. It used to be that you would have to go to Built.com, order a box, and wait for it to arrive at your door. But what if I told you? You can head to your nearest Walmart or Sam's Club to pick up a box of Built Bars right now and get your snacking started. If you don't have a Sam's Club or Walmart nearby, you can always head to built.com and order yourself a delicious box of built bars and then enjoy once they get to you. But either way, get your Bilt Bar snacking started right now. Continuing tonight's Lockdown Wild postcast, Minnesota Wild lose two to one in overtime two the Toronto Maple Leafs. The Wild do pick up a point which is huge because the Winnipeg Jets lost. They got their faces caved in by the Colorado Avalanche. And so now, the Winnipeg Jets, as of right this minute, are just one point up on the Minnesota Wilds and two points up on the Colorado Avalanche. So the Winnipeg Jets now having lost two in a row, they're four and six in their last 10. You've got the Dallas Stars, who now are just two points ahead of the Wild at uh, 72 points, and all accounts 30 and 28 on the season. They've lost five in a row, two, three, and five in their last 10. We talked about it in today's episode. Uh, the pros and cons of making a trade for Patrick Kane. This division is starting to tighten up. And with all of the struggles, all of the biblical struggles of the Minnesota Wild scoring goals this season, despite all of that, they are right in the mix. And so, looking at what we had tonight... Karel Kaprizov, Ryan Hartman, and Matt Cuccarello continue to play well. Didn't factor in the scoring here in this one tonight, but they continue to drive offense. They, to the point of even maybe being able to shoot more than what they're doing. But those guys have gelled and come together. You still have a spot on the second line to upgrade the offense to where then your top six is capable both of driving play and creating scoring chances. If you do that, you're putting yourself in a position to where I think you can go toe-to-toe with Dallas and Winnipeg the rest of the way in this division. Because what are the elements that we have? You've got a streaky top 10 power play that um, it seems like scores in bunches more importantly you have a penalty kill that is absolutely lights out 22 for their last 22 you have a you have special teams that aren't going to kill you you have a goalie that is capable of going into a tough environment and shutting down the opponent the only element you're missing is more consistency, even strength. We're seeing signs of it. And so even with the loss tonight, I got to feel like Bill Guerin is seeing enough to where he's going to look to make an addition. You plug somebody in to that top six that can drive offense. We've seen it with the likes of Adam Beckman. We've seen it with the likes of Sammy Walker. You add somebody that can drive the offense to that line and you all of a sudden look like a team that is capable of competing in the Western Conference this year. The Western Conference is not – there's not a team up and down the standings that is just running away with things. The Vegas Golden Knights and the Los Angeles Kings are on top in terms of points. Three ahead of Dallas in the Golden Knights case, two ahead of the Kings, uh, two ahead of the Stars in the Kings case, but the Wild just beat the Kings at home. And so you've got the defense, you've got the goaltending, you've got the special teams to contend and to fight for a spot in the Central Division. Go get somebody to help the offense and in doing help the power play so if you if you go get somebody you can theoretically knock two birds out with one stone by deepening the power play by helping the offense and you should in theory have a game coming up on Sunday where at home and therefore able to throw more defense on the only line against Columbus that can beat you, you should have a game on Sunday that further solidifies that theory. In if you take care of business against Columbus, then all of a sudden you have put yourself in a position of being in a dead heat with the Winnipeg Jets with no games in hand, dead even. And a week ago, this looked like a perilous climb. Looked like you were going to be trying to scale Mount Everest to get to where those two teams are at. And all of a sudden now, a lot can change. A lot can change in a week. And there is one more week until the trade deadline. So we'll see. But uh, Wild give a good effort tonight. Just come up a little short. They'll try to get back in the win column on Sunday against Columbus. And that will do it for tonight's Locked on Wild postcast. Listeners, make sure you follow Locked on Wild on all of your favorite social media platforms as well as wherever you listen to your podcasts and on YouTube as well. We will keep you up to date. We've got some special programming coming next week to get you ready for the trade deadline. And so we'll keep an eye on if Bill Guerin does anything and make sure to have plenty of reaction for you. We also have plenty of pre- and post-game content, as well as full episodes all throughout the week, so make sure you put Lockdown Wild at the first in line for your daily Minnesota Wild content. We've got new episodes every Monday through Friday as part of the Lockdown Sports Podcast Network.